Domino. Now it is the Malcolm Go Patriots podcast. It is September 30th, 2020. Sorry we missed a week. Uh, Tyler's back from his HIV exam. We don't do losses. No. <laughs> just, we just don't do them well on the Malcolm Go. I, you do bail hard on a loss. Although I thought um, I thought that was a, a good loss. I mean, we don't have to go right into it. We should discuss how I got so many more new drops from my... Uh, for my my soundboard people are going to be uh, very excited i think i got so many good ones i can't even tell you how many hello exactly okay terrific it was sucker guys cock <laughs> all my favorite ones i don't know i guess there's so- a plethora i've never seen tony so you can see what white girl could fall for him he does these impersonations i swear you think it was the real people just the classics. All the classics, you know. Got a good, you know, I brought all the new ones back for, um, you know, old school. Got all the uh, all the old Patriot sounds from the old soundboard. You know, I got this new one from Belichick saying Jesus Christ when... Jesus Christ. You can barely hear it. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. cares what people around here think your neighbors named their daughter Belichick. You're going to be second string all your life, boy! I love it. I love a good soundboard. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um... So, what have we been up to the last two weeks? I changed the name of the podcast today on uh, on Libsyn, just so it, I think it gets a better SEO, as you say, with search engine optimization. Ooh. Yes. We've named it the Malcolm Go Patriots podcast. I'm sure so that has to help. I think it gets a little bit more hittage. Oh, we're drawing them right from in. the Google. That's yeah. what we're doing. We're trying to suck all you suckers back in. My following was... Uh, was f- was starting to, to dip, and I didn't care for it, so I, I optimized for the search engines. Um, so, I mean, I guess we can go back two weeks, uh, talk about the Seattle game. Uh, first of all, heartfelt condolences to uh, James White. That was uh, an absolute a nightmare. Brutal. Like, like that's absolutely uh. like a, a a for all uh, I've read a very nice. Like police officer man did like helped all his uh helped the neighborhood kids like Giovanni Bernard lived in his house, uh you know just did everything to help the community and then dies in a horrific car accident. I I haven't even heard about his mother. I assume she's you know getting better because he was at practice today. So, I mean, best wishes to the White family. Yeah, uh, it's just awful. Just it's weird to think about. Those yeah. are the ones that like hurt. Yeah, like you. Yeah, it just feels worse. It was horrible. Like literally, he must have found out like minutes before the game because I think that he was in uniform. I Ugh. see that little fucking fruit fly going in front of you, and it's driving me up a wall right now. This little fruit fly just hovering around your face. That's all it takes for us to get off. That subject. <laughs> it really, we, my, we both neither of us are saying anything articulate about. It's just awful. We're my like, oh, mi- fruit fly, quick! My mild autism just fucking broke out. <laughs> quick panic! Get away from there. Um, so that game was interesting because I didn't think they would be able to, I think I discussed it with you is I didn't think that a team that could throw and score like basically at will that the Patriots could even come close to competing. I have a confession to make. What's that? I fell asleep in the third quarter. No, (laughs) you didn't. You missed He's a fake. (laughs) Right in the third quarter. And I as soon as the game ended, I must have woke up four minutes after it ended. Yeah. Like perfectly. What happened? Fucking one yard short. I was first of all, I went into that game. It, this is such this year is such a load off. I, I can't even explain it to people. I've been such like a rabid diehard fan, and we discussed it again. I talk about this all the time, but such a rabid diehard fan and just obsessed with Tom Brady becoming the worldwide goat. And Belichick being the goat, and with no questions asked, like everyone just has to admit it, and him just winning as many Super Bowls as possible, like literally just something that no one could ever ever reach again, which he might have done, but it's you know, even fucking Pat Mahomes winning one has got me nervous already. So like, I, it's just an insane thing in my head that like every loss for my the last twenty years has been 
a misery, like for up to at least four days. You know what's crazy? If you're like a, a really good quarterback, like a great quarterback, yeah. if you win one Super Bowl in the media's eyes, yeah. if you're like really good and young, that's four. You might they as instantly well might as well jump you to four. They're like, there well, was, he's going to win the next five. So let's just concede that. It's there like, was what? a real tweet. You know how hard it is to win a Super Bowl? Last week because the Lamar Jackson and Mahomes played on Monday Night Football. And there was a real tweet from ESPN that was, which one's on their way to being the GOAT? Whatever. I was like, what the fuck? It's, they, first of all, Mahomes won one game. He's clearly way better. Lamar Jackson hasn't won a playoff game. Tom Brady started 10-0 in the playoffs. 10-0. He won three Super Bowls before he lost a game in the playoffs. Mahomes is an absolute, like, he, he should have won two years ago. He yeah, got, I mean, he somehow Brady beat him at Kansas City. That but was some ridiculous. would say that he could have lost last year. Because he fucking, they were down, what, 10 with like six minutes to go, and yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo choked it away. Yeah, more, but I feel like he what, leans what on the Mahomes size of do winning. He doesn't other win. than throw up a Hail Mary bomb and San Francisco fucked it up on third and 20 or something. That was the whole changing point of that game, turning point. Yeah. I mean, he could have easily lost that game. Yeah, but you could go, but I don't know. Mahomes is really, he really is great, but yeah, they instantly, you win one, and it's like, well, the NFL should probably sit out the next four years because yeah. Mahomes, it's over. <laughs> who's yeah. going to beat him but possibly? Listen, Andy Reid is fucking 350 pounds. He's 60-something years old. How much longer is he going to go? Well, is he going to ride out Mahomes? You're two offensive linemen going down in the same What's year. What's your away. name, fat body? <laughs> in the year from not winning. A yeah. left tackle, left guard go down. You're not winning that year. Just yeah. plain and simple. You just can't it's do anybody. This, 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 you know, besides the fact that he's probably going to miss a season with an injury. So I mean, at some point, just don't they assume like, all right, here it is. There's the champion. It's over. Yeah. Like, let's move on. Exactly. And he's got a fucking now a 20 year deal for fucking five hundred million dollars. That's the other thing. And then all of a sudden the team gets a little worse. Like Rogers, it happened to Rogers. The Packers hey, got bad. It's gonna have to. They be. had some big names, but how could they, they possibly no afford uh, anybody else? Yeah. I mean, I know they signed Kelsey and what's his face, um, Hill and Chris Jones, but like you've literally given all your money to four guys. Like there's no in yeah. uh, two years when his new contract kicks in. I do, there's no money left with all the great quarterbacks in the AFC. Yeah, I mean Deshaun Watson, He's Lamar. Jackson, you're telling me they could never beat Mahomes and in my a, buddy Cam in an AFC championship? <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But um, yeah, I just saw that. So um, we'll see. I we're mean, going back to how much you love Brady and how yeah, and, but, and, and, and this this and game. Now where I can't, and I'm watching. I'm like, and I expected them to lose, and I think I said here that they were going to lose by like you know 10 i just wanted him to keep it close dude when they fucking they got down 13 i was like all right they played pretty good and then you know i just wanted to see how they fight because you know a hallmark of a patriots you know a great patriots team over the last 20 years was fight you know even in a you know in a tough loss on the road where you're like expected to lose your underdogs going in and fighting to the very end like even the game because if you do do that you're gonna win half those games yeah exactly So half the time you're gonna win Half the time you're going to lose, so it makes it so you all of a sudden you win so, games. Yeah, you should. so many things impressed me about that. It was uh, so much about Cam being able to throw the ball. This was what we kind of didn't like about the Patriots last year. Yeah, they won games, and the games they lost, it was like they weren't trying. It's like it that's any, not Patriot football. No, it was any tough team. You know, anybody we talked about, like anybody that had a bone to pick. You yeah. know what I mean? Like anybody they beat the year before, the Chiefs, the Jaguars, the Steelers, any team. You know, especially if they were on the road, was they just beat them? It didn't matter. Like yeah. the Patriots went in there, were like, eh, they got, re they have revenge on their mind. They're gonna beat us." You know what I mean? And then now, um, you know, and then Cam was throwing the ball perfectly all through the yard. He looked awesome. He was throwing. He must have been that must have been his best throwing game in years. I can't imagine he's ever thrown it better than that. Brady, what wouldn't have thrown it better in that game? All no, Brady no. But all the dogs from the classic like. Oh, we hate this guy. We hate that pick. We hate this pick. Have yeah. all been performing this year. I agree. Sony looked awesome last week. Awesome against the Raiders, and yeah. Harry looked great against Seattle. Harry yeah. had every catch on that last drive. Yeah, Harry got us down to the one yard line. He took that big shot over he the took middle. That, that was a, like that a game. Guy, yeah, the guy got thrown out of the game, and he was, held on to it. That was like a like I'm kind of here to play. Yeah, type exactly. Moment. And I mean, he, he he did what I wanted him to do in this last Raiders game, which was. Fuck, grab the ball and run through some people. Yeah. You know what I mean? He caught a 10-yard stop, 
turned around, caught the ball, got another 17 yards on, you know, and just rumbled through like two guys. That's what he's supposed to be. I watched this game at a, a bar in Marshfield, the second half. Really? With just the classic drunk guy on the other side of the bar, like just old guy in his like 60s just yelling. There's yeah. a one lady. It was it was me, my girlfriend, some of her friends. Mm. And there's one friend. This old guy and this this old lady, and he was screaming football at this lady from this <laughs> from a foot away from her face, and she could care less. Yeah. See, I told you, if Sony just kept sprinting, he slowed down right there. It's there's like, a right, W E E I guy. It's, it's just yeah. a sports hub guy. Sony's a bust. He's a bust. You don't you run full speed. <laughs> Why did you slow? All this right. is the NFL you run. Through the man. Uh, it was just the whole entire time. Yeah. Then he did the, you know, one play. It was like a, oh, the touchdown. The Dedrick Wise. When oh, he stripped yeah. him, somehow got the ball. And he goes, he called it like as soon as it happened. He goes, oh, I think that's a touchdown for the Patriots, not a safety. He kept saying it. They showed the replay 48 times to that yeah. play. Every time. That's a touchdown. That's it. And then You're it was a screaming. touchdown. He goes, I fucking called it. <laughs> like, oh. I love a I called it guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was only good. It was Everyone on the TV. Yeah. You didn't call it. The announcers were like, yeah, I guess that is a touchdown. He's Looks like, like a I touchdown. Fu- I told you, Romo. The Patriot man has the ball. Uh, yeah. Fuck Just that. hammered, hammered. The it was one of those guys who were like, thank God they won because if they lost, we would have had to leave. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be able to finish the game there because you would have been so fucking miserable. <laughs> Flipping tables. Uh, yeah, some people are fucking insane. I mean, those are the type of guys that, like, uh, anyone that's yelling at the TV, like, mad at the team. You know what I mean? Like, I get mad, like, at players if they fuck up or, like, do something stupid. But then you're like, all right, whatever. But, like, there's people that are, like, legitimately get mad, like, if they don't have a pass rusher. Like, they, they'll, they'll just be like, exactly. there's no pass rush. Yeah. Fuck the same thing every year. Belichick won't draft a pass rusher. Haven't you gotten used to it? Has he ever, like, other than, like, Chandler Jones being, I mean, and I don't even think he was supposed to be, to be honest with you. I don't think Chandler Jones, they brought Chandler Jones in to be, like, like, like Winovich. You know what I mean? It was, like, a higher-end Winovich. They didn't expect him to be, like, I'm going to get 50 sacks a year and then fucking have to trade him. I have to trade him because he gets too many sacks. I don't think people understand that that's not the way that Belichick designs his defense. And anybody that does think that is insane. And you're legitimately out of your mind if you think that Belichick's just going to draft, like, a Von Miller to come in and, like, not set the edge and just rush the passer full time. And is there no part of you when you're driving the same shitty construction van you did for the last 14 years to work that maybe Belichick's better at his job than you might be at yours. And so maybe way off a little bit. Like you got to check your fucking like, you gotta, you, you gotta check your transmission fluid because it's a 35 year old fucking Dodge Astro van. When you have to tell someone to be careful when they're stepping into the car because it's <laughs> rusting out, like maybe you just might step through the floor. Yeah. Maybe just let Belichick decide. Let him Make, figure out yeah. like what he's doing. The guy's won more Super Bowls than anybody on earth mm-hmm. ever has. Literally in the in the history, the pantheon of football, he's won all the Super Bowls. And, and you're gonna sit here and at, tell him to Pick up a fucking pass rusher. Wearing the same grease jeans for the yeah. last fucking 22 Did, years. How beautiful was it with him in that fucking torn up sweatshirt? It's my oh. new avatar on Twitter. It's the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. It really is perfect. It's, he is the master of mental warfare. And by that, I mean, um, he did that on purpose. Like, that's not like he didn't he didn't feel sick. He didn't like he probably I wouldn't doubt he wore a suit to work that day. It was like, let me just fuck my hair up and I'm going to put this sweatshirt on from 2002 and show and do this media shit. Make him gonna think, make, um... Because it's going to make... Well, we just lost, number one. So we just lost to the Seahawks. We tried really hard. We had a cross-country flight. And uh, I want my players to see that uh, how hard I'm working to, like, get ready f- to beat the Raiders. Because we need to get, like... You know, I all hands on deck. I'm working my ass off. I don't have time to wear fucking a suit and do my hair for this press conference. I mean, Patriots coming off a loss playing at home yeah. ha- has to be what? Hundreds. Like they don't hun- lose hundreds and at hundreds home coming and hundreds off a loss like to like one. I mean, I can count I don't know, I could probably tell you they have less lost 3 in a row maybe two or th- probably 3 times in the last 20 years. I can't even tell you the last time it happened. It's might have happened in the last 2 years, right? Didn't they have no. a- they didn't have a bad stretch where they did they start the year two and three last year? No, they no. started the year. They haven't no. lost three in a row since I can't even tell you when. Well, they finished the season like one and four last year. 
Yeah, but they didn't lose three in a row. Yeah, probably. They not. lost three in a row. I maybe when Castle was the quarterback. Maybe. I can't tell you the last time they won, lost three in a row. Someone would have to look it up because I'm, I'm not doing it, but I'm telling you, it's been a long time. They lose two in a row very rarely. I know they did. Uh, I don't know if they lost two in a row last year, but they lost two in a row against whenever they played the – maybe it was last year. They lost the Miami and Pittsburgh back-to-back on the road and on the road. I, they lost both of those games. Uh, that was last year, and, they, and I, they think they won – to close out the year, to beat the Buffalo, and everyone was psyched about him again. Totally stoked on them. And then they lost to the Titans immediately. You want to take a guess at what year it I'm was? I'm lying because the Dolphins uh, Dolphins beat him to knock him out of the, the bye. What? You want to take a guess at when was the last time the Patriots lost three straight? Um, 2000 and, and five. 2002. Wow. Really? Yeah. Three straight, two thousand two. I knew it was a long. I knew it was a long time ago. Two thousand and two was the last time they didn't make the playoffs with Tom Brady at quarterback. They almost did it in two thousand nineteen, though. Well, because they lost two, and then they ended up beating the Bengals by like forty one. Yeah, in two thousand nineteen at Cincy. Yeah, well, that it was the seem like cr- they almost did that. So that was they lost two straight, and they if they lost the third to Cincinnati, yeah. That would have been, but instead they beat the Bengals by forty. But instead they decided to win by forty. <laughs> they killed the Bengals yeah. that game. I mean, I remember. I mean, they were playing out the string. The Bengals trying. They were, uh, you know, they were. Uh, what do you call it? They were just trying to lose every single game to get Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, I don't know. What did you think? I well, you said you were sleepy, but the defense obviously the was a disaster that game. Yeah, it's tough to tell if the defense was a disaster or if Russell Wilson's that good. Russell Wilson is clearly that dude. Um, I mean, what does he have? Right now he has, in three weeks, he has 14 touchdowns. He threw five, I think, in the first two weeks each. He, yeah, and then, and then, I then think four. He threw four last week, yeah. It's out of control. Yeah. I mean, he's just... They're letting Russ cook, as they say in the business. That Gilmore... Uh, DK Metcalf ball. I mean, that was the best pass I've ever seen. In my, and then he threw just, another one almost better in that game. He's got, I, I'm going to say, other, you know, other than Peyton Manning, he throws the greatest, most like, oh my God, it's a deep pass. Like it's, you know, like when, when Peyton Manning used to throw the ball deep, I'd be like, that's going to hit the guy in the hands and he's going to score a touchdown every single time. It's, he's exactly like that. It's like, it, but his yeah. are like. Rogers threw a nice deep ball. Yeah. He throws them so high, but they're always dead on. They like, win perfectly. Yeah, always. They're, he throws rainbows. So like either guys run under him. Like he doesn't throw bullets. The the one that he put at the front of the end zone to that guy that nobody's ever heard of, the caught you know the caught oh, the ball yeah. over McCordy and like dragged his foot in like insane throw, the one to Metcalf like he's Metcalf is a perfect Seahawk. I keep saying it to everyone is like he would not be good for the Patriots at all. He's like he just yeah. do, all he does is run straight and uh, he does nothing like what the Patriots do on offense. Um, that's exactly why they got rid of Brandon Cooks. Like he doesn't you know he's not a we're not a run. A vertical offense never have been, except with t- in 2007 when they had Moss. Even as sidelines, like guys who just live on the sidelines don't really do well for the Patriots either. Never, no. It's guys got to just be multiple type guys. Like he's going to be perfect for them because all he has to do is run fucking run through the defense and get the ball. You know, he'd be dominant for the Chiefs too, but he just wouldn't be good for us at all. He'd look just like Harry, and everyone would be like, he sucks. They should have drafted Harry because then they'd. Harry would be on fucking Kansas City and have 12 touchdowns right now. That's exactly what would have happened. Harry would be a stud on some other team. We would have drafted Metcalf and everyone would hate his guts. I mean, everyone here is just so quick to dive on a first-round draft pick. It literally, it's it's similar to like where everyone is, uh, till you're you're guilty until proven innocent. In in, in Boston media's eyes, you know what I mean? As a, you get like leeway... After the third, after the second, you know, after the second round, if you're a third round pick, okay, nobody really gives a shit about you. Like barely like people that listen to like WEI and the sports hub don't even know these people's names. If you're drafted in the third round beyond, nobody knows your name. And if you're a good, if you're a good first round draft pick, but you play a position they don't like, yeah. then you suck too. Exactly. Like if you're a linebacker, but you're, you were drafted in the first round, it's like, all right, whatever. Yeah, Isaiah Win. You know, Isaiah, Isaiah Wynn hasn't let up a uh, pass pressure yeah, all it, season. He's like perfect. Yeah, three weeks. Year. Killing it. He's like 6'3", by the way, which is so undersized for a fucking left tackle. 
He's probably five inches shorter than any tackle Belichick's ever drafted. One of the few guys who's ever made the transition in the pros from guard to the tackle. Left tackle. Was, yeah. Yes. Yeah, There's no, no, no. not many guys no, he was who a tackle and He was a tackle at Georgia, and everyone was like, he's clearly a guard. Look at the size of him. And then Belichick was like, nope, you're left tackle. Play left tackle. Yeah. And fucking, he's awesome. He looks good. He's fucking running people over. You know what I mean? He's fucking a stud. He's athletic. He's yeah. super athletic. He's Quick strong. as hell. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's exactly like you said. Like, if you don't play a position they like. So, like, they, people, they, they always want touchdown makers. You know what I mean? Whether it's a wide receiver, a tight end, or a running back, uh, or a cornerback. Like, those are the acceptable uh, draft picks for a first round pick. That's all anybody ever around. Then that, it, those are the people that cry for pass rushers in yeah in in bars. Are the people that need uh, wide receivers. You know all these guys draft in the first round. Then you draft them in the first round, and, and if they hate your guts, immediately. they hate you if you're not an immediate Pro Bowl. If you're not Randy Moss or Rob Gronkowski from the start, then you might as well be a bum. But then Gronk and like drafting like Gronk and like a Hernandez yeah. as that level of talent, that just doesn't count. Yeah, doesn't. obviously they were good. Yeah, but Gron- even the people forget that Gronkowski like barely played until the 11th game his rookie year. Like never played. They didn't even put the, he blocked and that was it. And then all of a sudden he was scoring touchdowns in the 11th week of the season. Everyone was like this guy's pretty good. Let's play him more. And you have to say I don't even know how to say his name. Asi Asi? Yeah, Asi Asi, yeah. He's, he, he's getting the same treatment. He looks solid. He's fine. I mean, he's he was, big, he's strong. That horrendous blocks. interception that uh that Newton threw this week where he like uh this is one thing that's frustrating about him is that he doesn't throw the play like immediately. You know what I mean? Like where Brady or even if it was Stidham, you know, if the play is de- designed for like throw the ball in 1 second to this this you know, wide receiver out of the backfield, He'll like if he sees something, he just second guesses it and doesn't throw it. So like the throw, the the play kind of goes haywire. So like the that play there was like supposed to go to Harry, I think, on a swing pass, and he just he fucking didn't do it. He didn't throw it. So he ran out and he almost gets sacked. And he's running around again. He's got like literally eight seconds to throw. Everybody's running around, and um, for some reason he just throws it directly at the Raiders guy in the chest. And, and I don't even know who he's throwing to, but behind him was Asi Asi with maybe. I don't know if there was anyone within 30 yards of him. Yeah, that was obviously a bad play. Like, he just panicked. Yeah. In, he, yeah. You, when you're that, like, good at making things happen, yeah. like, so many other times, like, it's a double, like, oh, he almost gets tackled, he scrambles to the left, only gets tackled, cuts back yeah. up the middle, and gets a first down. So it's like, you sure. kind of have to live with those mistakes a little more because yeah. the plays happen more. But, yeah, that was just bad because he yeah. didn't need to throw that ball. He didn't need to throw it. He, he, he he's almost did at the goal there's line. There's been a a lot of plays in this Raiders game where he could have ran and just didn't like a lot of ones down, like by the, um, you know, he's down in the red zone. He had a couple of wide open rush lanes and he just didn't do it. Like, I don't know if yeah. they're telling him not to do it or what, or he's trying to like prove something. I did. Yeah. A few they, different I was, times. They had a couple, like uh, they showed replays after like incomplete passes. He was trying to force him into Edelman and like triple coverage a couple of times. That ball was bad too. And then, yeah, he had a couple of bad throws in this. He, I mean, he was way off in this game. This is by far his worst game out of the three. And uh, yeah, it was, but it kind of wasn't because all game, they kind of took him away. Like yeah. they made sure that he was handing the ball off every time. And it's like, all right, we'll play that game. And yeah. they rushed for 220 yards. The bullied. running backs dominated because he was smart enough to hand yeah. it off and not try to force it. Like, it would have been bad if he tried to keep the ball five more times in that game and yeah. just got tackled in the backfield. But yeah, I, I I love it when he can if we can just like get him to throw for like close to two hundred yards a game and rush for like sixty and still draw he draws two defenders yeah. when he hands the ball off every time. So your running backs just have so many more opportunities to make plays. I know the sweep they brought back the old school. They first of all they Toss run a fly sweep. sweep like it's the wing tee. I love it out there. I love the fly sweep. Belichick must be living his his best life right now <laughs> with a running, run, with a running player. He's got his all his navy plays in. He's his running bag navy right plays absolutely. He's got all yeah. his navy plays in his bag right now. Oh, it's his. I favorite. wouldn't be surprised if he breaks out fucking some navy offense this week and just tricks the hell out of the uh, 
the uh, Kansas City Chiefs who've never seen it. He's going to break out a 1920s fucking. You could see a double wing four option. Four running backs. Double in the wing. Double wing, triple option. Yeah. Just wing, wing power formation option. That's going to be the new goal line, by the way. Yeah. They're going to start running wing T formations out of the goal line. Jakob Janssen, yeah. fucking in the backfield. You know, misdirection to Jakob Janssen. James White pitch. You know, the they quarterback, so- they're gonna, he's going to be called the halfback now. Yeah. It's, it's all Quarter, old school. Yeah, the halfback, the fullback. They literally have, uh, they have five running backs on the team that are good now. Like, literally, I don't... Uh, they have a situation where they have five running backs. Three of them are good enough to be the one or two running back. Four. Because I want to see... Yeah, three of them are at least good enough to start on multiple teams. Who, who's the three? I mean, you got Sony, Harris. I mean, maybe even four. No, Sony, four. Harris, Burkhead, and White. White. Yeah. And then you have now J.J. Taylor, who looks really good. So what are you going to do? You can't... If you put J.J. Taylor back on the practice squad, he's going to get picked up by a team immediately. Absolutely. He's not going on the practice squad. He can't now. So there's he's the problem. One of their better they're going to be... They're going to have to have five running backs. Well, luckily, like, guys like... Guys like Taylor and Burkhead play enough special teams where you can't. Yeah. But Burkhead is such a perfect kind of guy. Yeah. He, he really can play whatever you do. pro's pro, as yeah. they say. He does everything, and he does them all decent. He doesn't do anything bad. He's yeah. a dog, as they say. Be a dog. We don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. <laughs> we need more dogs. No. Burkhead's a dog. You know where we really need dogs? And you had the, the defense. I know. The defense has some glaring problems. The linebackers are little kitty cats. Doing it here, little kitty cat. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> I'm just going to keep I'm just going to set up all my drops from now on. Um, yeah. No, the linebacker, I mean, I think first of all Chase Winovich looks like an absolute stud. Well, their front, their front like five. So, they're two outside linebackers and three like D tackles and yeah. whatever. They're good. Yes. I mean, they're they're legit. It's that there's no we're either too small or they're they got they're no bad. linebackers. It's the problem. They are literally running. They're playing like their offense would at- dominate their defense, right? You know what I mean? Oh, it would kill them. Their offense would just run them the fuck over. Is the problem? Yeah. So like, and then you- they'd run play action, yeah. and the entire defense would be in the backfield because yeah, they can't stop the run. They can't stop the run whatsoever. Is the issue? Because that's what I say. Everyone's clamoring for a a, a trade of. Get a wide receiver, get a tight end. First of all, you need a diff, a nose tackle and linebackers fast. The wide receiver who gets the most snaps every week, yeah, is is Darius Bird. Yeah, Bird. What's his first da- name? Damier Bird. Damier Bird. Damier. He Bird. gets the most snaps at wide receiver every week. He's your number one receiver. <laughs> He's a stud. I love it. Absolutely, he gets he 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 plays more snaps than Edelman. And him Harry. and fucking him and Cam Newton are in sync though. He's good. Say. He's fine. Yeah. I mean, he's classic Patriot, just fucking he's average a, wide receiver that's not going to ask for a lot of money and is just grateful to be there. A much he's better a third Patton. option. Much better third option than Hogan ever was. Yeah. He's a David Patton, uh, you know, what do you call it? Like a facsimile. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's basically just a David Patton speedster. I mean, I don't know if Blocks be, downfield. Yeah. Him and Harry. Harry blocked they someone. They never say that, by the way, is Harry crushes people blocking. Harry blocked a guy into the end zone on a running touchdown. Yeah. Like, he had his guy, and he drove him back into the end zone. You'd love to see that fire in his routes, though. You know I what I mean? No, or when he gets the ball, he, too. He he blocks the shit out of people. Like, there was a goal line play, like a sweep to the right. I don't know. I saw it on film this week. Um, and he, I don't even know what the play was, but they ran to the right. And he blocks down on the defensive end. Ooh. Knocked him down. And then he knocked the defensive end into, like, the linebackers. He took, like, two or three people out on the same play on Rex Burkhead's uh, last touchdown. He, he had a couple of those. He had two of those. Yeah. Where he just decleated DNs. Yeah. He's a, which is, I thought, was illegal. But somehow the way they do no, it. No, you can do it if you're not uh, he coming back in. towards them. Yeah, he motions in and then yeah. he's playing, like, Tight end kind of. Yeah, so you have to be, you have to be in front of them. You can't come back to hit him or be parallel with him. There's some weird rule. I don't know. I'm sure they'll get called for it at some point, but they haven't got called for it yet. But nobody ever takes that into account. He's never gonna be, um, like, whatever, like Julio Jones. You know what I mean? He's just. I think his peak is like Anquan Bolden. You know what I mean? Makes 
contested catches, gets like, you know, a thousand yards a season, 60 catches, and just blocks the shit out of people. You know what I mean? Anquan Bolden was great for years. Yeah, uh, but was he ever, like, he was second fiddle to Larry Fitzgerald, you know what I mean? Like, he was... That would be his ultimate. I mean, he, Larry's just had the perfect hands, though. Harry doesn't have great hands, but... No, I'm not saying he's... I'm saying Anquan Bolden was like Larry Fitzgerald's Scotty Pippen when they were in no, yeah. the Cardinals together. But a dream would be for Harry to be near Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, he doesn't have the speed or anything can't like... catch. Larry yeah. Fitzgerald was the best player I've ever seen in college. I yeah. when I was in college, he was at Pitt, and I went to Syracuse. No big deal. Ever heard of it? And um, they'd play, and I think maybe my freshman year or something. They were talking about this kid from Larry Fitzgerald just catches everything. He just embarrassed teams. Like they they just throw the ball up, and he would just be in the end zone catching it. It, it was cra- crazy the dominance I, that he did. Um, Machine. The only guy that was close was Calvin Johnson on Georgia Tech. See, yeah, I don't even remember watching a play of Calvin Johnson at Georgia Tech. Because they ran the triple Because all they do is run the option, which is an insane thing that he would go to Because they switched, and then he was just a wide receiver, but he was so dominant that they used to... He probably had like 1,200 yards receiving in the triple option offense. Yeah. And he only ran one route. It was just a fade. And he would just sky over everyone. He was a monster. He he is one guy that you would have loved to like... Why did he just quit? It made no sense. Did he have a lot of concussions? I never remember him getting concussed i know he got like hurt his legs i think at some point detroit just wears on you yeah I guess <laughs> the, same I'm thing happened gonna... to barry sanders like yeah. he was just like dude i'm so good like what am i doing here yeah like i don't this but he, is he's just... like but then there's some type of loyalty you have to detroit they're like i'll just quit i'm not gonna play anywhere else fuck yeah. this like it would kill them if you just left like stafford's yeah. about to do the same stafford's done yeah this detroit is, is like literally ready to melt into the earth so they like i think if they lose one of their like they're Hall of Fame NFL players that would just cause it to finally collapse. It's just over. You can just yeah. buy full city blocks there for like 88 cents. Just acres and acres of Detroit you can own for cents on the dollar. Yeah, it's out of control. Um, Speaking yeah. of that, at what point are we going to break down the debate from last night? I mean, I just thought I don't that watch was... a lot of debates, to be honest with you. You missed it? I it threw just... one. I threw on a second of it because I was just I, bored. I it was fun. You know? I'm not a big excited. debate guy. I'm not a big politics guy. I, I'm just, you know... Um, a lot of, uh, we'll do some X's and O's. You know you're a fucking mumbling, stuttering little fuck. You know that? That's all I hear when they're just yapping at you. They, they were, I saw it on Twitter because I was, I was working out in my Iron Paradise I have in my attic. And uh, yeah, everyone's like, this is a joke. Everyone's what? laughing at us. What position would, would Trump and Biden play? I mean, I get tr- Trump is like an undersized D tackle. He's a big guy, but I don't think. I think Trump would be like. The guy that tells you he's the quarterback, but he's really like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, like the get back coach. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know. He just fucking, he seems like he makes up a lot of stuff to me. Biden, Biden seems like he would be like a, one of those like slow safeties, but he could hit. He seems like an undersized safety, like you like a stocky safety that you just knew like, all right, he can't cover anyone. I don't know. Like, he's, he's the person that has CTE already. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one, that's the guy he is. Uh, it was so I the, the literally the minute I put it on yesterday. So I used to listen to quite a bit of Opie and Anthony in my heyday, and um, obviously Anthony of Opie and Anthony fame was fired. I don't know, probably about eight years ago at this point, and he started his own network. And I used to subscribe to it because I think he was the funniest guy on the show. So I subscribed to it, and he got this guy Gavin McInnes on. And again, I don't want listen to politics or anything like that. So I didn't know who Gavin was. So I googled him, whatever, and he was like, he started Vice. And like 10 years ago or eight years ago when this happened, maybe even before, probably 10 years ago, Vice was like the coolest shit in the world, right? They were doing like the craziest news. You know what I mean? Like they had their own TV show. They might still. I don't know. But he, Gavin McKenna started it with Shane Smith. And I knew Shane Smith because he was on the radio show a bunch of times. And, um, you know, they, they just did the wild shit. Like they'd send reporters into fucking Afghanistan and like just wild, weird stories. You know what it is. And uh, whatever, Gavin McKenna started that. So he's a really fucking funny guy, smart guy, and uh, like a super hipster. Like you just be like, Ugh, I hate this guy. If you just look at him, like I hate, it. I hate his face. And uh, he's Canadian, whatever. And um, you know, I was listening to his show one day, and he just he was just like Anthony. You know what I mean? Like just said like racist jokes and shit like that, and was funny. And then what he had like a gay producer. He wasn't gay, but he was like a virgin producer, and he used to make fun of him for being like pretend gay and stuff. And uh, I don't know how it started, but like. 
he was like uh he called him what are you proud like you're proud you're, you're proud you're a proud boy or something like you're proud you're a virgin and then they gave him like a nickname of you know like proud boy they're like you're a proud boy whatever and then fucking they started playing like this aladdin song like every time he came on it was like proud of your boy and it was that was like the whole bit it was just a whole gag on this little on this on his producer and they all were in on it and then he pretended he just made up some fake group like a social club called the proud boys and i was watching this you know just happened and it was this stupid thing and i used to pretend like you know I used to like, it was kind of like just like being on a radio show, you know, like when you're like a radio show fan, like you get the sh- t shirt of like a radio yeah. show. Like me and my brother Dominic were into it, like we're proud boys, proud boys. Like they have their own thing, like you're a Western chauvinist, like you're, you're not, uh, you're not, you know, sad about being white. You're not sad about being, you know, proud of your country. You don't like, you're pro Israel, pro all this shit, pro gay, pro all this stuff. And, uh, you know, and then they started getting like their big group. And I, like, whatever, I faded out. I never really, he, like, got his own show or whatever and, like, left Anthony Cumia's network. And now, like, whatever it is, like, fucking Proud Boys are, like, the, like, the might as well be the Ku Klux Klan to people. It's fucking the craziest yeah. thing I've ever seen. They Imagine. Get, that's the second I watched last night was, like, will you disavow white, uh, white, um, what do you call it? White supremacy? And he's like, yeah, what? I have, like, a million times. And he's like, well, name someone. And, they, and the fucking guy said the Proud Boys. I was like, what? The fuck is going on? Proud Boys. <laughs> Honey, burn my shirt. <laughs> it was like, exactly. It was like it was like a joke five years ago, making fun of a producer, and now they're the fucking the Ku Klux Klan, basically. You know there's a guy who like... That's act- right before you walked in. I was watching a video. I didn't want to cut you off, but I was right as you were walking in, I was watching a video of Gavin and Anthony talking about last night, and he's like, I fucking spit my beer out. Like, the presidents are talking about, like, do you like Gavin or not? Like, what the fuck? People, the person who's going to be president is going to not, has to not like Gavin McInnes. Imagine, imagine accidentally starting, like, Nazi Germany. I know. Like, <laughs> you just, like, making jokes with Hitler, and then he's like, well, I didn't think he was really going to... No, nah, he's you don't take that serious, was he? <laughs> what are you doing? What's he saying about the Jews? <laughs> Jesus. No, that was a joke. I thought we were having fun. You you yeah. meant that shit. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, but then he's like talking about yeah. like I've seen like I've never obviously been to any of this shit because I just don't care and I don't leave my house. But like there's gays in it, there's black people in it, Spanish people in it. I think the leader of it is not, Hispanic. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. I don't know, but yeah, whatever. I it fucking no really took uh-huh. a fucking turn. At some point in the last five years, because they're like, because I can still recognize them because they all wear the same Fred Perry shirt. You know, um, Fred Perry's like a British polo shirt, whatever. I saw some, I don't know, so but like, they had to like come out and say like, like they we're had not to stop making this. their shirt with yeah. their logo on it. It was, uh, so like that was his, because he just, he's just, that's how he dresses. Like he dresses like tight polo shirts and he's, he grew up in like England and then moved to Canada. And I've never heard of Fred Perry before that, but he wears them. It's like a, a black shirt with like yellow stripes and it's got like a little, I don't know, wreath. Over here, as it's like icon, uh, and that was just their thing: black and yellow Fred Perry shirts. And they're like, if Fred Perry was like, we're not making these anymore. These are like basically clan hoods. Jesus! Like, so I, I'd see them on like the news, and there'd be like thirty five hundred of them, like fucking standing there with like burning torches. Yeah, I never understood like going. Going to protest? I don't know. I never like protest I a no... protest. Why would you protest a protest? That's what I never understood. I never had. I was literally with my wife today. My we went to get ice cream as lovers do. Where at Socks Ice Cream and Socks? Yes, that's right. Anyway. So, so you saw the rally. So that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm getting at. So I was there today, and there was a huge Trump rally there because Saugus of. And uh, so I went by. There was a huge one, and then there was a little girl that was like seven, maybe, maybe couldn't have been more than ten. And she was with her mom and, like, another older sibling. And she, she was holding a sign that was poorly drawn on. It looked like it was just one line. Magic Margaret said, fuck Trump. I was like, this girl is seven. And they're all... Oh, a girl? They were protesting the... Well, so, like, there was the whole Trump thing with, like, a million people. And, uh, you know, flags and fucking megaphones and all this shit. And they're selling merch. And um, there was just one girl standing there with her mom and, like, her older brother wearing a... F- uh, and she had a fuck Trump... Uh, like a you know 
poster board. And I'm just you, like, what are these people doing? Like, I mean, nobody was arguing with each other or anything, but nobody like, it wasn't like that type of deal. The guy that does that, he drives his big RV. It's like this big Trump RV. Yeah. And you know, they have like meetings on Monday nights. Yeah. It's like where so it's important. Land. They're all coming over his house and they're so all sitting in, there. Yeah. I saw it in Stoneham once too. And I'm his like, wife makes a shitty potato salad. Everyone eats potato salad <laughs> while they fucking have the dumb meeting. It's like, well, no Jewish, stop. no Jewish potatoes. Okay. <laughs> stop with your fucking like I, Trump. Oh, I just don't understand. Who like, cares? Go why home. do you have to be out there? Like, oh, look at that flag. I'm going to vote for him now. I'd never understood. Like, they're like, changing anyone's mind. No. Like, you're no driving mind. by a flag and a guy holding him and be like, well, I didn't know he was running for <laughs> office. <laughs> Who? Whom? And the, um, oh, thanks for raising awareness. <laughs> yeah. No, just, I saw them in, they must just travel around the North Shore because I saw them in Stoneham once. But they, I think they just attack a vacant lot. And that's that lot that used to be a gas station right there is perfect for like. But get a hobby. You know, yeah. Whittle, anything else. Podcast like me. Yeah, Whittlewood. <laughs> t- talk to no one into microphones. <laughs> exactly. You'll get eight listens a week, guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, after we've changed our we've changed our tag online, so I expect us to get more than five but million. Seriously, like I don't just go into the woods or something. Do something with your uh, anything. You're just you... gonna go stand and wave a flag. Like that feels like it's either that or the it's burning crosses. Of life. So. Yeah, I guess that's true. At least keep them busy. At least they're out in, <laughs> exactly. in the public. Yeah, people see their faces because they ain't wearing masks. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, it is funny, though, like all the Trump people weren't wearing masks. And then the pe- those like four people with the fuck Trump sign were wearing their masks, being good Americans. How about and I was the just fines? Eating, eating my black raspberry ice cream. The NFL fines. Insane. Those numbers are nuts. I know. Belichick's just pretending to wear a mask. He literally has it. Uh, Rich Eisen tweeted, and it was perfect. It was like, Belichick's just wearing it like a feed bag. It's like literally, it might as well be a Ziploc bag just covering his nose because he doesn't put it over his mouth. You know what it hasn't been talked about enough is the fog that goes into your glasses when you have to wear a mask. Yeah. It's embarrassing. My glasses fog up constantly. I don't have glasses. Like a, oh, it's a I real, wouldn't know anything about it. It's a problem. I don't have weak eyes like you. Yeah, it's a little dorky, but what are you going to do? Well, now go home and get your fucking shine box. So... I have. Um, I was very, very pleased with how the Patriots played in in Seattle. I thought fighting to the end, just even getting into that opportunity, like Cam was firing the ball around the yard. By the way, Julian Edelman in that game, what a fucking monster! 170 yards. Oh, in that the game. Seattle game. Who oh. have you seen? Like he was taking hit after hit, fucking going down on his neck. Like, Jamal Adams, for as great as he is at, like, stopping the run and blitzing, is terrible in coverage. Edelman fucking no, embarrassed him. No, you can't him, cover Edelman. Pantsed him. The yeah. whole, like, why did Seattle think that he was the best option? It made no sense to me. Like, okay, put Jamal Adams on fucking Julian Edelman, the shiftiest guy in the league. Well, I think they're just in zone most of the game, and yeah. they were just picking apart his zone. I mean, that's Edelman's going to kill you, right? The whole time. You're not going to, yeah. So, he had a, more yards with Cam Newton in the second game than he ever had with Brady. In the history of Brady and Edelman. I mean, right now, to me, the offense, uh, I think it's fine because I think they have ways to, m- multiple ways to move the ball. So yeah, exactly. You can run the ball with a, in a bunch of different ways. You can run it on the outside, the inside, quarterback, wide receivers. run Like, everyone runs the ball. The short, the screen game seems decent. Like, they have things, so. The screen game, I thought, was their most impressive thing they've had the last the whole year, really. And it's never, it's always been their best yeah. thing. It so, and it's like, right. hasn't gone away with it. So mix that in with the play action when they get yeah. going. And then if Cam needs to throw it in the game, the they, need, can, they just so. have to get their tight ends involved because they need a reliable second option out in, you know, into the fucking secondary. Somebody that can run through the defense. Yeah. If you Harry can't just, you can't just always be Edelman I just in the middle of the field. Harry needs, he's, by the end of the year, like Harry's could be putting up a hundred yard games every week. Like he's going to get better he's and better, getting but like, better, and he's still so young. So it's like let the, him kind of develop. Problem they do with him is they keep trying to get him like running starts in the backfield. They're like, just trying to get him easy plays. Yeah, like to like, like I, a confidence. Boost. Give him something. Like let him run a route down the field. Yeah, just let him. You just you know let I mean? him go. Like he's doing better out in the fucking. You know he's doing better out running routes and fucking you know out and ups and shit like that. He doesn't need to run a fucking a screen pass with blockers out in front of him because that's hasn't worked at all this year. No, it seems it's just it's kind of forced. It's yeah. just give yeah. me Damier Bird anytime, any day of the week. You can drink from my canteen. So, I want to see Asi Asi running through secondaries. That's why you drafted him and uh, 
Keen in the third round, you know what I mean? Yeah. To come make plays. Let's see it. I mean, other teams don't hold back rookies like the Patriots do. Never. Never. They, they live throw for them it. right into the fucking fire. Yeah, they And the Patriots will be like, all right, I drafted, like, whatever. You know how good James White is right now. They always draft a guy, like, a year ahead of when they need him, which is so annoying. So you'll get, like, Trey Flowers, or you'll get James White, and they'll be like, okay, these guys are awesome. Or let's not play them at all this year. Damian Harris. Yeah, exactly. Like, Damian Harris. Don't you see the ball yet, for two years, and then all of a sudden he could be he's the gonna guy be the starter this, yeah. this week. And you're gonna, he's going to rush for 100 yards on, like, five straight games. You're like, yeah. Where the fuck did that come so from? Why wasn't he the starter How come they didn't year? do this? Yeah, exactly. Because they, they, they draft him a year ahead of time and then just hold them. Like like gifts like like they're you know like clams with little pearls in their mouths or oysters whatever has a fucking pearl in their mouth <laughs> probably not clams since they're fucking who who do you think has been like the biggest surprise on the defense uh biggest surprise I'll tell you what the biggest surprise to me has been how good Winovich has been and Wise together pushing yeah. the pocket I think Wise is like. Literally a, 10 times better than he was last year. This is the best he's ever played. Like They say he put on like a ton of weight this year, but he's like he looks like a legit edge-setting D-end right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he The last three years he's been on the team, I'm like, is he even going to make the team? He's not very good. He stinks. He had a weird body. He was, yeah. yeah. He's always long. He always had super long arms and could like, it was good for like one good play a game and then like a penalty that was nonsense. But he's just he's doing really well this year. And I'll tell you what, a negative trend I've seen is like is Gilmore's getting beat a lot right now. And they're throwing at Gilmore a they're lot. They're throwing at Gilmore uh, yeah. And a I decent don't know amount. why. I mean, I know we got beat by Metcalf, but he was still right in his hip pocket. Well, he's also played a lot of zone. Yeah. So but, it's not like the standard like the Patriots do this every year. Where in the beginning of the year they're playing zone and trying to force things and then all of a sudden like week 11 they they don't play zone for the rest of the year and yeah. they lock up and then all of a sudden you can't do anything on D, like the pro I, we just have no underneath presence because there's no linebackers that can cover or and do duggar anything. can't cover you don't think duggar can cover he hasn't been able to well i mean they put him on waller last last week yeah that's true but everyone covered waller they yeah. like double teamed him yeah, all game they like, were just joking williams is covering him. him yeah blanketing him i still don't so has it been established like Joe Queen Williams got his meds from the NFL? <laughs> yeah, no, that's insane. Still, I know we're the. I think we're the only ones who talk. Have about we it. talked about this year? We must have talked. Yeah, about we it. talked about it. I think game one or like the first podcast. But I still don't understand. Like he definitely got his drugs from an NFL doctor because it just went got swept under the rug. But they were opiates. He had opiates in possession like lots of them un- in, non-prescribed in the state like tennessee where like if you have weed still they're like they'll, they'll execute yeah them. yeah exactly <laughs> like my cousin Vinny yeah. situation they'll literally just kill you they start slicing achilles in the back of the cop car for no reason like, and Geez. he's just playing no suspension nothing and he looks good yeah he does well he's playing well for Christ. you know whatever bygones be got bygones i say it's tough because they're they play like eight secondary guys nine secondary guys but they're all really good You'd never yeah. want any of them off the field, so it's kind so of shit. This, this is what the police officer said when he came over to uh, Joe Juan Williams. You ever suck a guy's cock? Show me how you suck a guy's cock. The last time I'm going to ask you. Bad lieutenant for no reason. Um, yeah. So uh, they fucking, I, yeah. I, the secondary is so good, and the, the linebackers are just it, nobody. It, they're playing a, a safety at linebacker with Adrian Phillips and then Bentley. That's it. No linebackers left. And uh, Copeland. The dude from Bama just didn't even, they didn't dress they didn't him this play week. Again, they're just fucking easing him in. They still haven't played Uche. He's got Foxborough flu. Uh, I don't know what's up with him because he could, he's got should the, help. He's got the Foxborough flu. They say he's, I mean, again, we've said ad nauseum. You know, if you don't get the defense or you don't get this, they just hide you. Like, remember when they just basically faked a concussion for Gilmore for like four weeks? Mm-hmm. Until he figured out the defense. That's basically what's happening right now. Because, like, Uche was healthy, and then they, like, were like, all right, actually, you got a quad injury. And, like, now they put him on IR for three weeks, and he's he's just sitting there, you know, probably just learning the playbook at the fucking facility all day, reading the playbook, learning his blitzes, learning everything. And then he'll he'll come out week eight and had two sacks, and we'll be like, what the fuck? It's weird that 
I mean, this could come back to, but there's really no feeling that the Patriots aren't just going to continue to be the Patriots. Yeah. As long right as now, no, there really isn't. I mean, there's just so many ways that they could beat you. Like, and all the defenses like in the AFC East are just set up to play a whole different type of defense. Just all passing. And the that's Patriots, their problem is Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo's going to be really good. Buffalo and all of a sudden, monster. like, what's his name? Josh Allen looks like he's good. He's like, like the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> yeah, he's got like he's like in MVP like conversations right now. Um, so th- and they have a good defense, and they could stop the run and the pass. But there is an extra wild card team. So like yeah. to think that the Patriots, I, I still think the Patriots missing. are going to win the division. But and yeah. this is Cam. Don't even forget this is like Cam's like eighth week on the team. You know what I mean? He's been on the team since what like the end of July. Yeah. So he's going to keep getting better and better, and then like. If they sign him long term, he doesn't get hurt. Like he's gonna come back. Josh Allen's been on that team for two years. You know, Cam Newton's been on this team for eight weeks, and he's two and one. And you know, he almost beat a, you know, a, a trendy NFC Super Bowl pick. And you know, he's gonna go to an AFC Super Bowl. You know, the current Super Bowl champion. So this is pretty much the week where they figure out where they really are. In the AFC, I mean, I think they figured out where they were. They went on the road to Seattle and almost should have beat them. Kind of, but, like, they should, they weren't, they shouldn't have really been in that game. Like, Seattle kind of handled them the entire game. They did, and then they choked away by throwing that bomb on fourth and one, or third and one or whatever at the end. I didn't catch that. Was, uh, you were snoozing. So, <laughs> they, whatever, they, they they scored and they were up. Um, no, 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 I watched it. But I just. Oh, you did see it. Okay. They well, just. Don't lie to me then. <laughs> they. They should. They weren't really. That game wasn't really that close. No, I well, and it they was, could have almost no. won, which is weird. I don't know. So is that I, a stolen game? I mean, they played well, and then you know it was just kind of back and forth. I mean, the Patriots. I mean, the, all the errors were basically the Seahawks' mistakes, though. So it wasn't like yeah, the pass play kind of a Patriots that pick six. The was, pick six was in Greg Olson's hands and just fell into McCourty's lap, and then he walked into the end walked, zone. So that was like a free seven points. But the, they went down the field constantly on them, but they just couldn't stop Seattle. They, I think that they only punted once, and it was the end of the game, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, they made the stop when it counted, and they could have won the game. So they really played well. I don't know. I think that they, if they won that game, I would have been super, super jazzed. But, you know, I was happy even though they lost. I thought they played good. So, we'll see how they do this week. I think they're going to get fucking... I mean, I saw how... Kansas City played against Baltimore with a better defense on the road. And you think Kansas City has a better defense? Than who? The Patriots? Uh, I don't know. Probably. I mean, Baltimore? You think Baltimore has a better defense? Baltimore, yes. Definitely has a better defense. I don't know. I, just, they have better veteran presence. You know what I mean? On the line, linebackers. They have a rookie linebacker that's a stud. They got fucking Why do other teams get that? Why don't we ever get the a stud rookie linebacker? We it doesn't. We exist. had it like ten years ago when they drafted Hightower. Yeah, Hightower and Mayo. I people guess. remember he hated Hightower for about two years. It took him like a year and a half for Hightower to get good. Yeah, he was slow. They kept yeah. saying like, "Does he have the NFL speed?" Yeah. Blah blah blah. Right. He didn't. He was like. A, it took them literally. He was the. He was one of the originals. Uh, Wei hated uh, players until it became legendary. You know what I mean? So like you gotta give these. Sometimes you gotta give people a chance because if you're gonna fucking treat them all like Hightower and watch him become fucking a Patriots Hall of Famer, it's insane. But I remember like the everyone just hated. He's slow. Doesn't do anything. He's fucking a bum. And everyone loved like Chandler Jones because he got sacks. You know what I mean? Nobody cared about Hightower. Yeah. But they traded up and got him. They got to do that again, pretty soon. Because like I don't know if Hightower's coming back at this point. I don't think Chung's coming back. Chung is done, but I think that's okay. They, they signed him to a long-term deal before COVID, so they they have two-year extension. Yeah, till like 2025. Yeah, that's true. So like there, there's like eight million in dead money or something if he doesn't play. So they might have to keep him. I don't know. Duggar though, I think already took a spot. Well, Phillips is, looks real good too. He looks good, and they could lose Brooks. And but why would Chung want to come back and be like the fourth rotational safety? Yeah, especially a year off. Like you, he's definitely not working out as hard I mean, as you he guys was. see. You guys see our good friend Rob Gronkowski down in Tampa after a year off with his fucking no Frankenstein arm anymore. So his CBD healed his broken bones. Yeah, and it's not running back where you're pretty much going down. Like you can take a year off from running back and then pop back in, but you probably feel better. But cornerback and you just safety lose your speed. And, and wide receiver, like you but need that quickness. NFL that, speed. Yeah, 
you got to remember what the NFL game looks like and feels like because people get faster every year. You slow down. I know this personal, personal use. I got started no speed. in fifth grade. Yeah, exactly. My <laughs> speed has gone downhill steadily. Um, yeah. I so don't you know. don't think they have a chance this week? Do I think they have a chance? I, no, I don't. But I wish they did. I don't know. I think it's just way too early for a Patriots team to go into Kansas City against the champions that look like they're playing in the playoffs already. You know what I mean? Like they're playing their best football already in September. I think the Pats will score some points. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been afraid of. I mean, Spagnolo basically has made his fucking entire life off the 2007 Patriots Super Bowl win. So, like, I don't know if he could ever stop Cam Newton. I don't know because he, he doesn't know how to stop that. He only knows how to stop the Tom Brady offense, and he can do it once out of every 35 times, 35 chances. He's a terrible defensive coordinator, and he keeps getting jobs because he probably just goes in there and shows them the tape of the uh, Super Bowl 42. That's he was a head coach for like a year. I think he won one game, and then he went. He was went back to be a defensive coordinator of some team, then defensive coordinator for the Giants again. Then, Those are always the best coaches. The best yeah. coaches are are coordinators who got too big for their britches, tried to become a head coach, and then come back. Well, that, that's what I mean. It's exactly what he did. He didn't even become too big for his britches. The world made him that. Because he had, well, he had they, the most un he had the most unwinnable game and he won it somehow, and uh, you know all because of his unit basically it was his whole defensive line and linebackers blitzing, and they were like fuck we gotta get this guy he's the best you know how good Patricia would be as a defensive coordinator now after trying yeah. to be a head coach but now he has like head coach and defensive coordinator he, skills he would be the best they are trying to force him out of the league fast he just can't coach he's just not like the head. Don't be a head coach. Just stay where you are. He's fallen into the uh, he's fallen into the trap of like pretending to be Belichick too much. Oh, yeah. yeah, not where like as um, like Josh McDaniels wasn't. He was like overly giddy to be a head coach. Remember when he'd be like jumping on the sidelines and he's, shit. Yeah, and uh, like Bill O'Brien's kind of like that, but not really. But people get like, aggravated like when you're not Bill Belichick and do Bill Belichick shit. Like ex- like Port Kane, case in point was like when people were like aggravated like. Not even there was aggravated thinking about it, like that Belichick showed up in that sweatshirt with his hair all messed up. They're like, imagine if some other coach did this. <laughs> How unprofessional! Like that's the whole thing. Like they just don't like when, like Patricia goes to Detroit and does Belichick shit. Like we're gonna go play, we're gonna practice in the snow, even though you you play in a domed stadium. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like why are you doing that? Yeah. And, but there's like because that's it's football. We're gonna play outside, whatever. And they just don't like it. So. And it's it's you have, a certain, earn, you have to like earn the right to coach your team the way you want, and you have to build that relationship where like yeah. not everyone knows how to just do that from like natural yeah. instincts. Like Belichick, Belichick was in the league since like 1968. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he was like on the Baltimore, uh, what do you call it? The the Baltimore um, Colts staff, like with fucking literally in like 1971, and he was like. 22 years old making like eight cents a day and waited a long time to become a head coach and then yeah exactly like third like whatever 35 years to be a head coach and then went back to being coordinator after before yeah. he became a head coach exactly now so it's like it takes a while to become a good head coach yeah and then but the nowadays the hot thing is just like trying to find the next young coach so you could like you just have him forever. You know what I mean? Like the, what they did with uh, like the Celtics did. You know what I mean? Like he's a good coach and he's a good coach in college, but like in basketball, it's a whole different sport because you have so few players that, and they never leave. But it's like, you're like, we got Brad Stevens. Let's just sign him for a 20 decade deal. And that's what they did with McVay. They're like, who's that young hotshot over there? Let's sign every available free agent. Falcons coach yeah. gone. He toast. has to be gone. He's toast. Gase is toast. Gase Again, is going to coach. There's so many like players make a lot of coaches. Like Peyton Manning made Gase a head coach twice. You yeah. know what I mean? And Michael Strahan made Spagnolo a head coach and a fucking defensive coordinator again. You know what I mean? There's no reason. Tom Coughlin basically made it because I'm sure that's Tom Coughlin's defense. It's the same reason that Jacksonville was good the last five years. Yeah. And it was like, uh, it was like the Raiders, like, uh, Dungy and then Gruden just came in and was good. Like those, th- that the team Bucks, was already yeah. good. Uh, yeah, the Bucks, yeah. yeah, they were already good. They trade like yeah, exactly. Dungy left and then he immediately wins the Super Bowl with them. Yeah. Like it was you. Like they came in and did it. Barry Switzer, same thing. Like they 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 get rid of Jerry. Uh, what's his name? Fucking Jimmy Johnson and 
Barry Switzer wins the Super Bowl immediately and then it's terrible. Uh, I don't know. Well, I think they're putting up a fight. I think uh, I think this game again, like the defense just gets turnovers. They just make yeah. plays. They're blocking plays. They're doing. They got. They had. It's good because they had two of the loudest stadiums. Their first two away games were the two loudest stadiums in the league, and they're going to get them with little or no fans. Yeah, it's, and if you looked at the schedule and you're like, all right, if the Patriots went two and two to start the year, that'd be good. Yeah, be I like, wanted them to be three and two at the bye, which is very doable. They have. Uh, you know Denver next week, who's on like their eighth quarterback already. Oh, they're in trouble. Yeah, and um, so it's it's Kansas City this week. I mean, they're seven point underdogs. The third time since two thousand and one or something, they've been a seven point underdog. Insane. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I have it in a tight one. I have it. Uh, I have it thirty one thirty. Loss or a win. Loss right at the end of the game. <laughs> You think they're going to do that? I think they're going to keep it real tight. I think they're going to play him well. I think they're just going to muck it up and then just be in a game with him. I mean, the Chargers played Kansas City. I guess yeah. that's a division game. It's a little different. But, like, you slow them down early. You get to run on the ball. Like, that game changes real quick. And then, But if the Patriots if you look can, at Baltimore, it's the opposite. This is going to be interesting to see if, you know, Brady, I mean, Cam's going to go into a hostile environment, playing on natural grass. Get on the field a little bit, you know, a little bit uh, slower game, you know, running the ball. I don't know. It's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see how they handle it. I mean, this is going to be tenacious. This is the defense. The defense is supposed to be by far your best unit. One of the best. They in the have league. to stand up. I mean, you got to have a they've, huge they've played week. Kansas City enough like the last three or four years. I mean, they've played them every year. They're in the built last six years. They're right? built for Kansas City. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have the safeties to cover. Many. I don't know. They're, just, they're missing too many guys at the middle of the defense. There's no Yeah, but that's not really anything you have to worry about with Kansas City. Who are you worried about there? They're running run back? The yeah. Yeah, that kid is good. The rookie is good. He is good, and they have a decent line. I mean, tight ends go over the middle constantly. You have to assume they're going to shut Kelsey down. They're going to try Kelsey and Hill and then let Watkins. They're probably going to do like they exactly did last year. Just They'll have um, Gilmore on Watkins, and then they'll – Put Jones in a safety on uh, Hill, and JC on and Kelsey, JC on Kelsey or whatever, and um, fucking go from there. I don't know. Uh, and then I can't, Kansas City game. will come out running. You know what I mean? They're definitely gonna have to force him to run the ball. Yeah, they're gonna try and force him to run it. So, and then the Patriots are gonna do, you know, try and keep keep up. I mean, I think they're gonna. I mean, I think Baltimore. I mean, Kansas City. I think is gonna have a bit of kind of a letdown game just because. Their new, like, rival, rival, you know, like, their real uh, opponent right now in the AFC is Baltimore, and they went all out, like, had crazy formations and, and they, all that shit last week. They shouldn't have anything to, like, they they kind of know they're better than the Patriots. They've beaten yeah, the Patriots exactly. more than we've beaten, than the Patriots beat Case. I mean, we just beat them in the AFC Championship game, so yeah. besides that. Yeah, so let's, I mean, I'm going to say, I think the Patriots will keep it close early. I think that they're going to play similar to like the, how the Chargers played, keep it somewhat tight. And then I think that, I don't know, Kansas City will probably pull away at the end. I think they're going to lose like 35 to 21. Ooh, just like this Baltimore game. Yeah, something just like getting that. Spanked, I think that huh? they, not only they get spanked, I think they'll keep it tight down to like the middle of the fourth quarter. They'll be down like 10 or 7 or something. And then, and then uh, maybe they'll be down 7 with the ball. Have to punt, and then Mahomes will score a touchdown. They'll lose by two touchdowns or something like that. I, I don't know. I just don't think they're ready yet. You know what I mean? And it's not. I don't think it's a big deal if they're not ready yet. No, they don't have. You're talking I mean, about week four on the road against the champions that are playing like the champions. You know what I mean? Um, what I'm re- I'm not really interested. I'm, I want to. I know the offense is going to be able to move the ball. What I'm interested in is seeing how the defense holds up against Mahomes right now because it's going to be fucking a shit show. But. I think that's it for this week edition of the Malcolm Go Patriots podcast. Uh, remember, you got to tell your friends. You got to subscribe. You got to, uh, you know, retweet, like, do whatever you have to do. Rate the podcast. Uh, you can get back to us. You can email us at malcolmgopodcastgmail.com. I'm at Brady Disciple on Twitter. You're at maybe it's Tyler. And if we get 10,000 listens this week, Tony's posing nude on our Instagram. I'll do that. You ever seen a grown man naked? (laughs) 
<laughs> reason. Whatever. Go Sachems. Go Pats. Let's go. Let's get the W. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Ray. In the back. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.